Jeff, Laura, and Backstage Ben. Things we said on the radio. I did not know that. I did not know that. I did not know that. A uh, study found that you should uh, criticize your coworkers more. Some new <laughs> data actually out of uh, York University. They, most people welcome compliments, but dread hearing any sort of criticism or even feedback. But this uh, is studied by a team uh, in the U.S. with the American Psychological Association. They suggest that people should actually be a bit more honest when it comes to constructive feedback. So you most definitely need to tell your coworkers how bad they are at their job. And as long as it's constructive, it's usually often received okay. Okay. Yeah. Not, notice I didn't say well, but okay. This is a good fun, uh, study that you found, dum-dum. <laughs> I was, hey, can't always have your best, Benny. <laughs> I wish you'd study a little harder. There, it's constructive. Now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let, listen, it's not about confrontation. And you don't want to seem rude, but constructive feedback could be the most essential while learning a new skill or working on performance. And they said, especially coming after out of, um, yeah, for almost two years, not that it was a cruise control operation, but many that had the luxury of working at home at times were able to accomplish more tasks. Not necessarily grade A work. If you kind of get my gist. So now you're coming back into the office or, or, or company and set up like that. Maybe it's time to have that conversation. I honestly, I agree with this so much. And I think with, let's be let's be real. Most industries have downsized or restructured in some way, shape or form. Not mm-hmm. just throughout the pandemic, but let's say even over the past five years. I think in these restructurings, a lot of management have stopped giving their employees helpful constructive feedback and I have personally witnessed people uh, I've witnessed people get diminished at their jobs over things they were never even aware of that they were doing wrong mm-hmm. or weren't doing, doing well enough too common we need yeah. more of that I love feedback I love it I love it when you text a show and you're like hey Laura uh, just so you know you did this wrong but just wanted to give you a heads up like I love that sort of stuff I think it, it is all in the, yeah. It's all yeah. in the way you handle it as the person giving the feedback. Hundred percent. You can be a complete jerkwad about it, or <laughs> you can oh, be constructive. And we hear from you often. Yeah. <laughs> now, when something major, we're less likely likely to speak up. But we even left often let the dumb stuff slide only because it's the why well, wouldn't I? I'd feel bad if I hurt their feelings. Mm, For example, that, in the study, the researcher had a smudge of pencil intentionally on his face. Three percent of people went. You got a little something right here. That's <gasps> crazy. Three percent. Three percent. What? So we aren't there yet for constructive criticism or feedback. Why not? I, I don't. I never understood that boogers and things in your teeth. Thank you. Those you point them out to your friends. You don't ignore them and pretend like you didn't see it. Yeah. You got You got to point it out so they don't embarrass themselves to other people. Exactly. It's not personal. It's not like you planted exactly. that spinach <laughs> up there. No. It's. It's something. It's helpful. Yeah, try, exactly. Try yeah. it. Mm-hmm. So it, l- let's just see. You give this a go today. Just kick off your work week. You fire back in. Hey, made a list. Here's what I have. <laughs> <laughs> Who's up first? Let's go in alphabetical order. <laughs> Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. Time for Attitude of Gratitude, the big and little things in life you're thankful for. You got a medium-sized one. Slide that in, too. A couple, actually, that uh, landed in our inbox. <laughs> one saying, I'm grateful that we're going to the World Cup. First time since 1986. Yes! Uh, on another note, I'm fundraising money. If anyone wants to donate, willing to look for about $10,000. We'll sell a kidney, my soul, whatever's needed. <laughs> <laughs> no, I cannot support your fundraiser because I will be having my own. Thank you. 
Uh, what a game yesterday. That was incredible. And I have to say, earlier that day, Sao, pa- Sao Paulo also won against uh, their rival team in Brazil. So, I mean, it was a good day for soccer. Good day for soccer. Happy football house, Sam. It's a nice, nice day yep, for all. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. Another little, and this is a follow-up to Friday's mention about uh, the fact that there are some crowds are available to go to sports events, and that includes charity games. There was a charity hockey game in a uh, beautiful little spot just northwest of London in yep. uh, Lucan. Yep. And the uh, fire and uh, ice hockey game, great success. Then on Saturday, and raising lots of cash that for um, Miracle Max's minions. So congratulations. So there's a couple of notes. But Laura Geddes, what would you like to start with? What are you grateful for today? I am grateful for people on the internet. I took, <laughs> I've been talking about, and listen, people on the internet can sometimes, you can be a little rotten, but not this time. Not this time. Over the weekend, I took a London-based online, I've been tr- trying to do 30 days of Zumba at home, and I got this DM from Sweet and Spicy Fitness based out of London, Ontario. You can take their Zoom classes online for like five bucks or, you know, just go in. I think they have in-person classes on Wednesdays or something like that. Check out their Instagram, whatever. I was bumping and grinding at 10 a.m. on Saturday morning. And I have to say, it set my day up so well. I was drenched in sweat by 11 a.m. and I was good to go. I also like to thank the internet. I finally have found jeans that are going to be long enough to touch my ankles. Hey, Again, hey. thanks to the internet. <laughs> I did not think I would ever order something from Abercrombie and Fitch past the age of 15. However, wow. that website has so many long pants. I'm just saying, if you are a big and tall girl like me, that is the spot to go. <laughs> Don't you love when you score a victory like this? Like the, the, Well, it seems minute, the large volumes of joy that it brought to your insides. I'm telling you, like, I was trying to order from The Gap yesterday, found the perfect pair. I was like, oh, yeah, these are going to be long, too, perfect size. I go to check out, and it says, sorry, we're not shipping until July 31st. Oof. Oh. And it's a, I got to tell you, buying pants is emotional, so, yeah. <laughs> Backstage Bear, what are you grateful for? Well, hilariously, I had this pre-planned, I am grateful for the internet <laughs> and social media what? for a completely different reason. <laughs> L- well, last night with the Oscars, I... This is the one night of the year I wish I had cable. There's no way to watch it unless you're paying for it somehow, like like paying for a subscription to something. Yeah. Uh, so I didn't get to watch it. So this morning, I woke up extra early to fully catch up on it. And it was all because of social media that I was able to see. So I was laughing. 11, the first 11 posts on my Facebook were all about Will Smith slapping Chris Rock. <laughs> but then yep. doing some digging, like seeing the different takes on everything. I, I didn't know what to think because I didn't watch it as it happened. So I needed some context for one thing, but I needed to get like different sides and info on how this was working out. So I was actually very grateful for social media this morning. When the internet uh, provides you with good things. It's weird. Oh. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Seems like it's shy original function. In yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm grateful for uh, people that are smarter than, than you, like meaning yourself. You've got that group of friends, you know, do you fall mid-range? Are you, are you the, the top of the class? I have a friend that, uh, well, he's assisted myself, uh, Laura, Doug Stacy. Mm-hmm. Oh, Dougie. Dougie, head sports therapist for Western. Um, uh, uh, Team Canada, done work with the Olympics. I have had, I, I needed physio last week, and I need it again. My arm is, I can barely click a mouse. I have no strength Crazy. in it. But when I go see him, and he does this 15-minute treatment between some acupuncture, some soft tissue, tissue release, I'm good to go. Like, I'll be able to go drive from the treatment right to the gym to get after it. Wow. So you need someone in your life 
that can do the quick fix. That, my friend Bob the plumber, he, he'd come by two minutes later. Oh, it's all done. Yeah. So I love to people have, yep. that are smarter than yourself. Yep. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> Whatever you're grateful for, you can share with Attitude of Gratitude. Mondays and Fridays at about 6.10. Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben every morning. Virgin Radio. It's the help desk. Thank you for holding. On Virgin Radio. Today's help desk is from Anonymous. I don't blame you for being anonymous on this one. If you want to send us a help desk, you can go to our website, virginradio.ca, and submit your help desk there. Chris Rock, Will Smith, you are happy to submit. Today's help desk. My wife cheated, and she doesn't know I know. My wife went out with a group of girlfriends for a much-deserved girls' night out. One of those friends, by the way, is the wife of a friend of mine. She dropped off my drunk wife early Sunday morning, showed me a video, said sorry, and left. In the video, my wife is kissing a guy while her other arm is around the neck of another dude. I asked my friend why she didn't say anything to my wife, and she replied, How do you stop a 34-year-old adult from doing anything? My wife is unaware. I have seen the footage. I can't stop replaying that video in my mind, watching the love of my life with two random guys. We've been married for four years, together for eight. Somehow, I can't even cry. No tears. Any ideas on how to stop my life from exploding? Anonymous. Not one. I feel but as two. though that bomb may have already gone off. <laughs> yeah, your life, your life been exploded in that video, my friend. Oh man, that's brutal. Does your wife know that she did that? I would. Assume. I'm not saying whether that's right or wrong, but I'm just saying based on her getting yeah. dropped off and there being a. There was a is lot. Is she of, even aware of what she's done? You would like to think, likely not, but. Not that that's excusable. No, it doesn't excuse no, it. No, it's not mm-hmm. looking for excuses. We're, we're simply trying to get some answers to mm-hmm. you know questions we can't necessarily ask and get a response uh, before this little feature wraps up. I would wonder I if she's been acting differently since, mm-hmm. you know, that would be a bit of a sign. I'm sure he's been acting differently because how do you... How do you not? How do you just move on? You want me to forward? get some yeah. of our favorite takeout and uh, Netflix tonight and... Oof. I could talk to you about how you cheated on me? Like, what is that next step? You feel the obvious is the conversation. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. by default, is she not going to go, I had no idea what happened. And then does it make it, does it take the uh, level of seriousness away? Because it's not like it was a 4.30 rendezvous, um, you know, instead of staying late at work kind of thing. No. Completely like a still planned ahead sober. Uh, yeah. tryst. Yeah. yeah. Like, mm-hmm. does it matter what the circumstances are? Because at the end of it, cheating is cheating. No. Is there a lighter version of cheating? This feels heavier, only because it was multiplied. <laughs> cheating light, yeah. the sugar-free like half version. Half, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I I don't know. And you also, so if your question, now let's let's focus on the question here. Any idea, ideas on how to stop my life from exploding? Well, you need to decide whether you want to forgive your wife for this or not. Maybe you want to hear what her reaction and how she plays it out. Maybe that will be a good telling of character for you, whether it was simply a mistake or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but you also need to realize if you do decide to try and stay with your wife after this, you cannot hold this over her. That is the number one thing that ne- helps, like, people who have been through a cheating scandal in their relationship, yeah. you will not stay together if you hold this over her for yeah. the rest of her life. That's so you need to realize for, that. Yeah. You need to realize that going forward in this decision in your mind, if you want to stay with her, 
you're going to have to swallow this and put it behind you. Yeah, because the decision does not always equal a sentence no. of, you know, indefinite punishment emotionally. Another option, talk to the friend again, too. See if they've had any conversations, if the friend and your yep. wife have had any conversations about, hey, what a wild night that was, huh? they are yeah. unfortunately involved with being, you yeah, know, oh, for sure. the uh, camera operator behind uh, that short story. All right. Mornings with Jeff, Laura, and Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. Okay, a variation of, of text in, in how to approach this. Someone said, doesn't seem like an isolated incident. And I'd also like to know why the friend was recording. It's the yeah. only per, if it, if the only purpose is to show the husband. This seems like a trend in two guys. Alcohol never an excuse. Bite the bullet and file the papers. Is this person's advice? So that's a real big power move. That that is an immediate and clearly permanent response to that situation. Because yeah. here's your papers. We done and I'm out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, another one leads into, again, more of the friend. Why are they recording it? What's this whole thing? Uh, they said a true friend of my books would have intercepted and made sure she didn't cheat with anybody. Don't get me wrong. Uh, regardless of everyone's involvement or non-involvement, it is still wrong. Yeah. Uh, we did get a text that I disagree with with every fiber of my body that says... Well, if they don't have kids, then get out of that 100%. I don't care if you have kids or not. Don't stay together for the sake of your children. There is nothing worse than children growing up with parents who loathe each other for whatever reason, mm-hmm. whether it be cheating or whatever. So mm-hmm. please, whether you have kids or not, follow your heart. Trust. That's the big word. Yeah. Could it ever be reestablished? Is it done? Is it too light of a version to have success in this relationship any longer? But then you got to trust yourself. Do you, do you trust yourself to be able to try to put this behind you? Is it something you think you could actually emotionally do? That, that's a hard one to answer. And it's so unique to everyone's situation. Another one. Here's a text from Waterloo Region. It says, start over. It's a massive red flag. And they'll just do it again. These people lack empathy. Another reason uh, not to forgive, uh, like I did, is you could end up uh, being a gift that keeps on giving for the rest of your life. Better yet, if you're willing to forgive, are you willing to accept uh, something like an STI? Oh, my. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. This yeah. is getting a little personal. That angle, yeah. Though. yeah. Jeff and Laura in the morning with Backstage Ben on Virgin Radio. A couple of rapid fire responses. Confront the partner and go to counseling ASAP. Another one. The fact you wrote into help desk shows you already uh, have your answer. Time to move on. A third one says, call her out on it. If she owns up to it, maybe she wants out of the marriage. Now she's visiting with the fellas in the video. Not often do you have a little bit of that, you know, the the late night drunky bar fun. Does that involve reconnecting at a later date? Probably not. Yeah. Maybe just be the start of the end, per se. But get get where your head head is at with all of this. What to do next? The easiest is that conversation. What happens out of it? That's up to you. Gotta let I you... wouldn't say it's the easiest. Well, it's the the most correct, probably. <laughs> the, the one closest to the situation would be yeah. that. All right, we yeah. got to have that yeah. combo. Yeah, easy, absolutely not. Maybe not the choice of words I was going with. Another one that read, when I found out my ex of three years cheated, I confronted it with heartache and pain. Felt so many emotions, but broken is the one that hit the top of the list. I don't know how to, I didn't know how to move on and pass it because losing the one you love is scary. Um, I propose that, hey, I get to cheat. But in my mind, uh, he did it. I do it. Move on. He was not uh, in for it, and obviously uh, it didn't end up happening. The relations dissolved, and the trust was long, long gone, and we were over. We got a text. I'm not sure how I feel about this one. It says, is everyone forgetting that usually cheating is because there's something wrong in the relationship? Maybe he should discuss how they're doing together, figure out where her mind is. 
That's almost, that sounds kind of like an excuse to me, to an extent. I Like, everybody has issues in a marriage. Mm-hmm. It is not meant to always just be smooth sailing. Right. But I don't know that that's what you should be focusing on right at this moment, you know? <laughs> well, uh, if it, well, the question is, though, how do I stop my life from blowing up? So maybe... Yeah. Maybe that I, although I'm going to be real with you, your life has already blown up. Yeah. That nice. video Thank blew you. up your That's life. You can't, you. you can't yeah. stop that from yeah. happening. You can't put uh, the pin back in that hand grenade. No. And yeah, and there, I do think there's two types of cheating. There's cheating because you can't keep it in your pants. Mm-hmm. And there's cheating that is, I think, emotionally driven. More, like more psychological. That, trying yeah. to yeah. find, and it might not be a, you falling in love with somebody else. It might be you with your arms around two guys at the bar making out with them because you're unsatisfied in your relationship. But that's not our help desker's fault. Mm-hmm. It's no, also absolutely, up, yeah. You know, have you had conversations about you being... But either way, what do you do in this situation? I mentioned this before. You have to, if you want to stay with your wife and work through this, you're also going to have to realize you have to swallow this scandal and not hold it over her. You will never survive as a relationship if you keep bringing it up. That's the main thing when cheating happens in a couple. You can't hold it over the other person. You will become resentful. They'll become resentful towards you. It normally ends up being a controlling relationship after that. I honestly, it's probably easier if you don't stay together. Yeah. But But that's definitely blowing up your life. (laughs) You can't stay in a relationship feeling like you're owed the whole time. That that the other person owes you. It's well. It's a mistake, and it is. Uh, it's catastrophic, and it's. I mean, for many, unforgivable, a hundred percent. But to have it hang over your head, just like Laura said, it's you either got to deal with it, put it past, or move on. Really, you, you've only got a couple of options, and beyond that, you're just kind of twisting words to just. Well, I'll just try to forget, but it'll crush me on the inside, and I'll lose thirty pounds because I can't eat or sleep. Like, yeah. that's not healthy. No. So, um, if nothing else, maybe there's the in the interim before. If you're unaware of how to have that first conversation with your partner, maybe the first step is to go seek uh, a counsel, someone who is professionally trained in this. Mm-hmm. Have a conversation there, and they can give you a bit of a plan, not of attack, but just a plan on how this may unfold and how you can better prepare yourself for it. That might be one of the answers. Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. So I picked up a couple of books for something unrelated, but it's interesting how things tie together. So just, I have a child with an interesting approach on things. You'd say, uh, you're like, op- it's an oppositional defined child. So it's a whole different way to, to try to parent your kids. So as a parent, shouldn't you try to educate yourself where possible? So, okay, do that. Then I get a recommendation for the book by Faith G. Harper. It's called Unbleep Your Brain. Uh, yes. <laughs> it's about science to get over things like anxiety, depression, anger, freakouts, and triggers. Because I can go, and the biggest things won't even bat an eye. The smallest. That's what bugs you. Mm-hmm. Yep. So in, in trying that, and it's interesting, in, in Laura Geddes, you talked a while back on something you were doing surrounding manifesting and, and what you were trying to get into and, and, and frame yourself and set your life up for 2022. Yeah, it's something that I was kind of thinking about off and on pre-New Year's and then when I had the Roro in Brazil had a lot of time to think to myself and I was like you know what I really should be starting to like try give meditation a second shot I'm the type of person I don't like yoga it's too much sitting still for a long time which I can't do which all kind of ties together with this but I've always been interested in reading some books on monks and kind of how they live their life and, and how I can take pieces of that and use it for my own. Mm-hmm. Well, I've I've read two books by Teach Nat Han, and I have to say, it has actually changed my life. 
That sounds very like Weight Watchers review, but it has. <laughs> I think the most important thing in these books and the ways that you can can think about this is breathing is so important. And as a girl who has grown up sucking in my stomach for half my life, I actually don't think I breathe normally anymore. And oh, these really? books have helped with that so much. And I think if you can learn to breathe in situations where you are feeling anxious, where you are like me, I have a binge eating problem when I'm about to binge eat. If you can just stop and focus on your breathing for a couple minutes, you know, breathing with your stomach, just watching the world go by, it can really change things for you. And it kind of goes along with manifesting too. I'm like trying to think, okay, while I'm breathing, if I'm not focusing on the very current moment, it's time to start thinking about things positively because I was in a really bad cycle of always thinking negative thoughts, either about myself or something I said, funny look you gave somebody. Cool. And that does kind of roll in with anxiety, right? It's like, yeah, it, it's for sure. Snowball. And well, it, it, it's all—it's always a work in progress. And an example, Benny, I think you walked out to, to get some water. And yep. Laura said, "Like, yeah," because Laura and I were chatting about this off the air, and she said, "Well, yeah, like, I mean, my goal is I'm really going to start to dance more in 2022." Well, I'm a terrible, t- terrible dancer. I'm like, "Whoa, whoa, uh, right there, right there!" You got it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, but also, you should see these ganglioms do their thing. It's because my wingspan's so long. But. That being said, I, again, I, I'm not the type of person that would normally be like, yeah, manifesting is so good. Like, I'm sorry, that's just not in my personality type. However, I always like trying things. Mm-hmm. I have tried to start thinking and manifesting, thinking of like, just you visualize yourself going to dance classes, doing this stuff. Yeah. I have been approached to do a Dancing with the Stars type charity thing. I'll t- give you more details as it gets worked out. But that was out of the blue. And yep. I was like, okay, I think this stuff works. I think it works. It's, it's The mindset is so much of it, so much of exactly that. So if you're distracting yourself by focusing on breathing, like that's yeah. a good distraction from the negative things that you've got going on otherwise. And similarly with manifestation, to me, it just screams putting yourself in the right mindset. Manifesting yeah. something is if you want something enough to make it happen... You're focusing on something that brings you joy, and you know is a is a good thing to delight in. So, a hundred percent. That well, the by the by default mechanism for so many in your mindset, and, and as we get super heady on this, is it's easier to crap on yourself than it is to support you and go like, I look good today, or I did a good job. It's easier to go, could have done more with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. So there you go. Slap Chris Rock harder, you know. Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben every morning. Virgin Radio. Amy's on the line. She's, uh, she's making a trek uh, across the city, but very, very slow, albeit, yes, a ton of traffic notes. Snowy, blowy, that is that is the forecast for the day. We've got a couple of uh, issues to deal with on uh, that drive, and we'll, uh, we'll uh, recap those in a couple of minutes. But, Amy, let's get you in to try and beat Backstage Ben. He, he's on a bit of a vibe, though. 3-2, big win on Friday. Just gearing yeah. up for that big 300 mm-hmm. coming up. Is that, he'll be owed two cakes, two full-size cakes for those victories. So let's see. So he'll uh, he'll depart out of the room. Uh, great news is, just for playing along, we'll set you up with a pair of tickets to uh, BB No Money at London Music Hall. That May 31st, it's for you, it's for a friend, someone in your life, or even around, uh, well, as, as you said, you work uh, in funeral services. Maybe there's someone uh, at, at your job would like to go to that show too. Okay. So, ben- Benny is out of the room, and uh, we pass it over to our question master, Laura Geddes. All right. Are you ready to beat Backstage Ben? I'm going to try. 
Okay, I love that. You got to manifest it. Remember, we were talking about that earlier this morning. First question. Only Grand Slam. What is the only Grand Slam tennis event still played on grass? Uh, Wimbledon? Yes. Good (laughs) guess. (laughs) Okay. Next question. Uh, 90s and 2000s fitness guru Tony Little invented a product that has gone on to sell 47 million units. What is the name of this fitness device? Oh, the Thigh Master? Oh, great guess. You know that one was popping off on late night infomercials too. However, we were looking for the gazelle. And you'll see that every day. If it's, gar- if it's garbage uh, week or a garbage day at your on, on your street, you'll see one of yeah. those in someone's end of the driveway. Listen, I got to be real with you. High school, I had the ab chair. You know, the swivel chair with the handles? Yeah, you oh, did. Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. Okay. Third and final question. What color are the $1 bills in the standard monopoly? Monopoly game. White. That is correct. Hey. Not so bad. Not so bad. I got to thank Jeff Kelly, by the way. These are Jeff Kelly submitted be backstage uh, Ben questions this morning. Popping off well. Just throwing in what I can. Okay, so uh, two points on the board out of a possible three. Pretty good. That's uh, that's well done. Okay, let me call him back in. Okay, makes his way in. Need to trek through the snow, man. It's it's all over the place. Okay. (laughs) Amy scored uh, two out of three possible points. Okay. All right. It's a game. Amy, would you like to trash talk Mr. Backstage Ben? Uh, (laughs) Oh, Oh, man. You just got schooled by a kid. I love it. All right. So uh, let's see what Backstage Ben could do. All right, Benny, first question. What is the only Grand Slam tennis event still played on grass? Uh, Wimbledon. That is correct. Second question. 90s and 2000s fitness guru Tony Little invented a product that has gone on to sell 47 million units. What is the name of this fitness device? The Gazelle. Oh, you're not supposed to know that. I was actually going to try to, because it's garbage uh, day in my neck of the woods, I was going to try to bring one into work. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we could use that, actually, all three of us. No kidding. We could build a little gym in the basement here. Jeff gets us Uber Eats a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Some inside Geddes gossip. Okay. DoorDash. Third and final question. What color are the $1 bills in the standard Monopoly game? White. Correct. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, Amy. You were so close. Sing it loud. No. He wins. Yeah. And they stay there. Three two score. That's uh, you know that's a good game. That's good what, game. Doesn't Absolutely. matter if it's a football game, uh, referencing soccer, a uh, hockey. Three two. That's close. Yep. It's a good game. Unfortunate, uh, no win for you today on this one, Amy, or even a tie for that matter. However, you do not leave empty-handed. We do have a pair of tickets for Be Me No Money at London Music Hall, May 31st. And, uh, well, you're this much, much closer now. You, it's been a while since you played. What was the the score of the last game, uh, last time around with Backstage Ben? It was a tie. An, oh! Okay, so you know what? You're, you're working through all of this. So I feel like a win is forthcoming in your future. 
All right, so you hang yeah. on. We'll get you all locked okay. in. And we'll give you a chance tomorrow, just like Amy, at around 8.35-ish to try your luck to see if you can beat Backstage Ben. It's Jeff and Laura in the morning with Backstage Ben. My station. Virgin Radio. One of us on the show having some some struggles with consuming meat. Would you say give you the ickies? Gives me the ick. I don't know what's happening. I... Listen, I grew up on a farm. I'm very aware of how the circle of life works. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry to say that's not the reason why I don't want... Like, it's a great reason for it, why I can't eat meat anymore. But not the sole one. The main one is that I really hate wasting meat because I can't eat it anymore. The texture right. gives me the ick mid-bite. Sometimes even while I'm cutting it now. So you know what? I think I'm going to go vegetarian. In or no- mostly. In knowing that, I was like, what What can I do to help a dear friend? I've got something for you. Just announced new product on the market. You've heard of these brands before. They've done a collaborative effort. Beyond Meat has collaborated with Pepsi, launching Meatless Jerky. Oh, okay. All right. Ben, what's happened to your face? <laughs> seems <laughs> seems odd. <laughs> so, available in three flavors. Original, hot and spicy, and then teriyaki. Teriyaki, it's uh, made from... Uh, sorry, the jerky is made from peas and mung beans, which uh, are rich in protein. Okay. <laughs> mung beans does not have a good name to it. Does I'm, not. I don't no. know what they are, but however, pea protein is great. I have pea protein powder at home. Um, Very try, earthy. Let me try to... Okay, so here's what I have for ingredients. Water, mung bean protein, brown sugar, pea protein, natural flavors. I love that. You just have to put it on the package. What's natural so natural flavors, about it? Yeah. Gluten-free um, oat bran and fiber, salt, pressed canola oil, onion powder, and less than 1% of vegetable juice color. Vinegar, lemon juice concentrate, pomegranate concentrate, spice garlic, and sunflower. Eh? Okay. A reminder. I don't have a problem with it. A reminder that Beyond Meat and Impossible Anything is not healthy. It's meatless. Yeah. A lot of people are under the impression that it is like a healthier alternative to eat to meat. It's not. It's highly processed. Yes. Beyond Meats and PepsiCo, uh, they have uh, this joint venture called uh, Planet Partnership to offer you healthy options. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> I don't know about that. Well, Pepsi, uh. they're so good at marketing, so it makes sense for Beyond Meat. Still kind of an up-and-comer. They're, they're on store shelves. and you know, some friends. We've even tried it here on the show. We did like a three-month sample when uh, Timmy's had the it. The sausage on. patties were yeah. fine. I've had some burgers. I think it was Denny's had one, actually, and it was... Dynamite. It was yeah. really good. Yeah, the taste is there. It's... Yeah. What else? Is going I tried. On? I tried the Beyond Meat when Tim's had it actually. Like, and again, a little dry. But other than that, I like the flavor. But listen, if I'm getting a breakfast sandwich from a fast food restaurant, I know it's not healthy. I'm not there to be a health queen. I yep. think it's a great option for people, and I'll use this as an opportunity for the people who cannot get it through their heads. Some vegetarians like the flavor of meat. They don't want to hurt animals, though. Hence why you have meat-free yet meat-flavored products. Mm-hmm. You as a meat eater probably can agree. It still tastes good. People mm-hmm. still want that flavor yeah, without hurting something. So, In closing, we'll also just acknowledge that uh, Beyond Meat Jerky is the company's first shelf-stable product. It will last for months. Does a regular jerky, pitch. though, too? Well, I mean, jerky's already chewy to begin with, so I don't know. That's what I mean. It's like jerky a whole already steak. doesn't yeah. taste like meat to me. That's probably the one texture that doesn't give me the <laughs> <laughs> Try again. Yeah. Uh, I thought I'd throw something out, hoping it'd stick. <laughs> Jeff and Laura in the morning with Backstage Ben. On Virgin Radio. It's Guest Gossip. On Virgin Radio.
Okay, I will save the slapping for last. First, let's talk about what actually happened at the Oscars leading up to Will Smith slapping Chris Rock in the face live on television. Uh, the hosts were great. They were all really funny. I love their monologue, but I got to be real with you. As somebody who's so annoyed by Leonardo DiCaprio partying on a super yacht post Don't Look Up after he gave me mad existential dread with that movie. I really, really, really love this joke. Leonardo DiCaprio, what can I even say about him? It's, he's done so much to fight climate change and leave behind a cleaner, greener planet for his girlfriends. Because he's older and, and they're younger. Okay, you get it. Yeah. Come on. That was good. I think the three of them were great as hosts. I would not be upset if the next year they were like, you know what? You're back. Yeah. I wouldn't be mad. Nope. They were good. Why did you have uh, to explain it afterwards, though? That's I, bothering I th- me. <laughs> I, no, I think, I think honestly, that was part of that comedic, like, just the, the addition to yeah, the show. I think yeah, that was I th- planned. I, I do. I think audio-wise, because I know you you didn't see the show live, Benny, yeah. I think audio-wise, maybe it's like, oh, why does you need to explain it? But it's more like the onstage comedian. Yeah, yeah. Presence, the allure, you know, all mm-hmm. that stuff. Um, also, I think they did Rachel Zegler dirty. So she made a joke while she was presenting about being invited to the Oscars just six days ago. But they also had to present with Jacob Elordi from Euphoria. This guy is like over a foot taller than her. And people are saying they did this, r- both of them, real dirty with such a height difference. And them presenting, hard to get them both in the shot at the same time. <laughs> It really is. I, I think somebody at the Academy just does not like her for whatever reason, and I I can't explain it. Okay, let's talk about the winners. Best Picture went to Coda. I cannot wait to watch this movie now. It looks so good. I'm happy. This is one of those things. I think I'm going to watch this movie and be like, yep, totally deserving. Yep. Will Smith won Best Actor, which we'll get to in a hot second. Jessica Chastain also won Best Actress. So, Will Smith. Did end up slapping Chris Rock last night. It was after a joke he made about Jada Pinkett Smith and her buzzed hair. Jada, I love you. G.I. Jane 2, can't wait to see it. All right? So people are laughing. At first, Will Smith kind of like jokingly laughs and plays along, but you can instantly see the look on Jada's face. She is not impressed by that joke. Uh, And then uh, this happens. Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me. Keep my wife's name out your mouth. Wow, dude. Yeah. It was a G.I. Jane joke. Keep my wife's name out your mouth. I'm going to, okay? Uh, Will Smith did later apologize in his speech for Best Actor. I want to apologize to the Academy. I want to apologize to my all my fellow nominees. He also made a joke of him being like King Richard, being that crazy overprotective dad, you know. He didn't apologize to Chris Rock, by the way. He he also talked about wanting to spread peace and love, which I thought was really ironic. But here's what we know. We now know that Jada Pinkett Smith has alopecia. Some people knew that before last, ceremo- last night's ceremony, and some people didn't. As a person who does entertainment news for a living, I was not aware of this. I think you have to be either like a religious watcher of the Red Table Talk or a big Jada follower to know these things. We do know that Chris Rock is not pressing charges, but what we also don't know is if Chris Rock knew that Jada Pinkett Smith had alopecia. I don't think he knew. And a lot of people are saying you don't make jokes about people's medical conditions, which 100%. It would also be so ironic for Chris Rock to be the narrator on Good Hair, though. A a documentary that is about 
you know, the importance of hair in black culture while also making fun of Jada Pinkett Smith having alopecia, which is a huge thing for black women. They've been criticized for their hairstyles their whole lives. A lot of the times this happens because you're always wearing wigs that are really bad for your hair, all this stuff. This is why I don't think that Chris Rock knew about her condition. I think he was just thought he was making fun of a hairstyle. That's very possible. Yeah, that actually hadn't occurred to me. That, that, very likely. Very that's likely. That's what I think. Because I and Benny, you mentioned this too. Chris Rock kind of ruined their relationship when he made a joke about Jada Pinkett Smith in 2016. Yeah. And it was just about, you know, why she had the Oscars. Blah, blah, blah. But I think there was just, it was meant to be a light ribbing. And it turned out to be, you know, he hit a sensitive topic that I personally don't think he knew about. I think we'll find out more details as the morning goes on. But anyway. Sure. He's not pressing charges.